0: Welcome to Quotable, a female millennial entrepreneur podcast, the show by and for female millennial entrepreneurs who are building and running thriving, successful businesses while living life to the fullest. I'm your host, Alessandra Polina, owner of Quotable Media Co., a PR and media company. After nearly 10 years of building a PR agency, I've learned a lot about business and entrepreneurship, but the most valuable things have always come through conversation with other women who have been in it too. And I want to share all of that with you. So sit back, fill your coffee cup up, and listen in. Did you know that in the past five years, total employment by women-owned businesses rose 8%, and only 1.8% for all other businesses? Women are opening and growing businesses. This week's episode is brought to you by life and business coach Rosaline Doherty. She's coaching and mentoring today because she feels a deep need to give back. After starting her business 21 years ago and after being in the boys' world of tech, she really had to search out peers and mentors. And today she's using her platform and experience to mentor a new generation of entrepreneurs as they masterfully look at their different roles, parental, family, and partner, to balance them all while they play big and reach their goals book a free connection and clarity call at www.rosalinedoherty.com. That's R-O-S-A-L-E-E-N-D-O-H-E-R-T-Y.com. We'll put the link in the show notes too, so you can easily click there, check it out, and book your call. Okay, I'm super excited to be here today with Colette Dong and Ali Giampolo from The Ness. Thank you so much for both coming on here today, first of all. Yay, thanks for having us. We're happy to be here. Yeah, I'm really excited to talk to you both. And I know it's a little bit like... When there's two people on the recording and people can't necessarily well, they're not seeing you, can't put a face to a name. So I kind of want to be able to, I guess, maybe first of all just have like like Colette, you say hi and like <laughs> tell yes. me maybe your super quick background. And then Ali, you say hi and tell me your super quick background and like how you guys came together to start this. And that way people can put a voice to a name a little bit at least too, including me. Yes, for sure.
1: Great. Um, I'm Colette Dong is my voice hello everybody <laughs> um I am a dancer I have a dancing background and I studied exercise science and dance science and dance performance and choreography um pretty much you know my whole life I started dancing when I was three and then it, it took a turn into studying fitness and exercise science and looping that all in together when I um hit college and then in my my professional World post college. And that is where I met Allie. We met dancing in a company together. And we have been partners in many ways ever since mm-hmm. dance partners and business partners and friends. Um, And so it's been a wonderful journey thus far. It's been about like eight years of friendship. Wow. That's wild.
2: I haven't yeah. thought about that actually in a really long time.
1: <laughs> Time's a tick in. <laughs> I, I
2: know. Yeah. Um, hi, I'm Allie. This is me. Um, I have a similar background as well. I started dancing super young and I always knew that it was something that I wanted to do. Uh my mom always jokes that I was too much energy and she just had to put me somewhere. <laughs> so she put me in dance. Um and it ended up really being the love of my life, which is so amazing. Um and then transitioning to fitness was a little less linear for me. I studied dance performance and choreography in school as well as teaching and pedagogy and I taught a lot out of out of college dance and after school programs and things like that. And when I shifted into fitness, that's where I met Colette and we met dancing and she gave me my first job in fitness, which I was super grateful for because it was something that I had really wanted to transition into, but I didn't really know anybody. And it's hard. It's just, it's easier to do these things with connections. And, and yeah, and like Colette said, that was the start of our journey and we always worked really well together and we're good friends. And I think the, The base of our friendship is a very similar sense of humor and we're not afraid to tap into it often. And it
0: allows us to have a really good time while we work together. Oh, I love that. Okay. So how long actually, when did you start the nest, I guess? When did you actually come together to like say, okay, we're launching this business. Like we're starting a company. It happened
1: fast, but it actually is our fourth birthday today.
0: Oh, as today? we speak. Yes. yes,
1: yes. Gosh. yes. So we oh, launched our studio. Yeah. Yes. It's kind of, it's, this is, this is going to be a journey for us today. I feel like yes. a lot of so, someone's going to cry too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Allie and I met again, like I said, working at, um, different fitness studios. And so we were at a studio together and we started having interest in doing our own thing probably a year and a half before, then us mm-hmm. launched mm-hmm. and we were just kind of ideating of what, what would we want to do? Would it be dance space? Would it be fitness space? What were we not liking about what we were currently doing and what job we were at? What were we like not liking about our industry? And those conversations um, had definitely started and they were kind of slow rolling. Cause it was kind of like, well, what would we want to do? You know, and, and just ideating on that. And we finally sat down in a coffee shop, um, Mm -hmm. in November, 2018, and formed our business, uh, online and, and decided to do the legal formation. And then we opened our studio March, 2019. So it was really six months, um, almost of, of the actual logistics before opening.
0: Yeah. We, we, we really put the pedal to the metal with that one. It was a quick turnaround. Yeah, amazing. So, did you like? You like found a space. So, I guess okay. Maybe let's back up for a second now and tell us a little. <laughs> tell us what exactly it is. I mean, we've kind of we've alluded to it, but you haven't actually like. How do you describe the ness? Um, yes. Yeah. So the
2: ness. Uh, go ahead, Colette.
0: The ness is
1: it's a suffix and it describes a quality or a state of being, and so you add it to a word and it. Change that definition. And we liked it because it could be fitness or wellness or mindfulness, you know, in the literal sense of the things that we were doing and, and the method that we we're executing, but it could be more abstract. It could be boldness and hotness and coolness and all these kind of qualities that flow in and out of your life. And we felt that it was really appropriate for fitness and wellness because you're really never the same every day. And so to approach your workout. The same, it just never made sense from an emotional standpoint. You want to be able to have your workout amplify who you are and how you're feeling today. If you are feeling bold, you know, like let that workout even embolden you more and find that boldness. If you are feeling mindful, if you're feeling lightness, you know, and just kind of, we liked the play on words and that it was something that was ever evolving and ever changing. And so, you know, that is what the NESS is. But then I like that the NESS itself. You know, means a quality or state of being, and so the
0: nest in itself is also evolving, always. And so that's that's the meaning. And what actually is it? Like, how do what do people do if they're saying like, "I'm going to the nest"? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what, are you, yeah. what
2: is the service <laughs> <I'm offering? laughs> Um So we have a studio in New York City, and we also have an international digital platform as well that hosts. Um, over 600 on-demand videos now and we also live stream as well so we can access people in person or online which is really great and we focus on trampoline cardio and beat-based sculpt exercises Mm -hmm. and uh, trampoline cardio is our bread and butter and it's the thing that we are super passionate about. We fell in love with the trampoline because it has so many incredible benefits but the major thing about it is that it is low impact but it's still high intensity so you get to have a really amazing cardio workout without putting any additional pressure on your joints and that's really difficult to find Um, and we just knew that it was something that needed to be shared with people and we were able to incorporate incorporate our dance by using our method to build choreography and routine so that people can have this all-encompassing workout that gets them a really great sweat, they're moving, but then they're also engaged mentally so that they are pushed to be truly present. You really can't even take a second to think about what you have to do later in the day or what time the kids need to be picked up. Like You get to be fully focused on your workout for the amount of time that you want to spend with us. And
0: yeah, that's the journey that the trampoline takes you on. I love that. And it does seem like something you could do like every day. And I love what you were saying, Collette, Mm -hmm. about how... It kind like the name of it kind of embodies the idea that like no matter how you're feeling, it's sort of can like help amplify however you're feeling. Like if you want to feel light, it can like add your lightness. If you want to feel
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: feel like you need to, you want wholeness, like it it can amplify that for that day. That's such a cool concept. I love it.
1: Yes, we're all about the amplification instead of the change, which is you know the problem that we were kind of seeing in our industry a lot is it's always focus on change. You have to change yourself, you have to change your body, you have to change your routine. Like you are not good enough, and and you have to do this fitness thing to make you better. But our approach is you are good enough. You are completely good enough the way that you are, and and fitness and movement should be an amplifier, and that's the benefit of it. It should really amplify who you are, put you in a better mood. And yes, it does do great things for your body and it does help your blood circulate and it keeps you healthy. And you know, like those benefits are definitely there, but they should be a bonus add on to who you are already.
0: Yeah. What a great way to think about it. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. I love that. So when you, so let's go back to March of 2019, <laughs> you opened the studio at that point. Is that's like the day that you opened the studio? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. We
2: opened literally on the state in March oh, yeah. of 2019. Um, but we found, we had been looking for spaces and we ended up finding the space that we're still at now. Um, and we looked at it, I think it was like maybe the second week of February oh, wow. and yeah, right. We found it and we were like, okay, this is it. We need it. We want it. The, um, the landlord was like, okay, when do you want to move in? We were like right now. Can we come right now? And he was like, yeah. So we got ourselves in there and we set up the whole
0: studio in two weeks and then we launched. Oh my God. Cool. So what was the, like, how did, what was the launch like? Like, did you have people that you already like knew and you were like, Hey, we're opening this thing. And like, cause you were already in like the fitnessy world or did you like open it and you were like, Okay. Is anyone going to show up?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. We had a network already from being in the fitness industry and also in the dance industry. So we had a pretty good network in New York and we were also private training people at their homes um, for many months leading up to opening. And so we actually, one of our mentors let us use his apartment building gym, which is just down the block. And he let us invite whoever we wanted. And he got eight trampolines and put them in his apartment building gym and said, I get to pick the times, um, but you can invite whoever you want and you can charge them. And so he would pick the times every week. And we started emailing our schedule out to everybody because it was his home. We didn't, you know, make a website yet. And we did not want to blast his address. We wanted to make sure we were curating a good vibe of people, you know, in his his space. And so we would send the class times out every Sunday night in an email, and then people would book them. And so it kind of started as this like speakeasy invite only situation. And (laughs) so we carried that once we opened the studio, we carried that, um, into the studio because we needed more consistent times that weren't on his schedule, obviously. So we could get more people in the door. And so it was time to expand and we kept it invitation only actually just with our network Cause it was a really nice learning about preserving the integrity of the space and the people within it.
2: Mm-hmm. And,
1: and we were in by only um, for almost basically a year and a half, mm-hmm. I would mm-hmm. say before um, opening up some more classes to the public.
0: Oh, amazing. So it was like, yeah, you obviously had demand there. <laughs> like mm-hmm. You weren't. Yeah. you yeah. Like knew they wanted to come whenever you were doing this. That's absolutely like a situation. It really was, and launch weekend, I think,
2: was thinking back to that. it was so emotional because we had a full weekend of like classes that were sold out on a wait list, and everybody oh. just wanted to come and hang out in our space with us, whether or not they were taking class and there was like such an outpouring of love and support from our friends and our clients and our families, and it was it was such a warm way to kick off our journey.
0: I feel like that says a lot about like you and the space that you create and stuff too, though, because like people weren't even just coming for fitness classes. Like they were coming because they wanted to like hang out and support you and be around you and like see your new space. It sounds like, and that sounds amazing. Like that sounds like what everybody wants, right. Is to, to create something that people just want to be around. Um, so it sounds like you guys have sort of some kind of special sauce there of like being those people and creating that space that people want to be in, which is amazing.
2: Yeah, we are very, we're very grateful for our community. We just, we love the people that have chosen to be around us and support us. And we always just want to give back to them and make them feel good and happy.
0: Yeah. Do you think, so do you think, wait, I have so many things. (laughs) (laughs) So when you first started, did you have like a selection of like a bunch of different kinds of classes or is it kind of like you come and, um, Like, it's, it's like, this is, this is what it is. And you come at different times of day. And like, I'm also curious, just like, even as you sort of grew slowly, like, how did you kind of expand it? I mean, as I know you said, it went from invite only to more like public or whatever, but I'm just curious about like that process, I guess, like how you went from, from that to whatever it kind of looks like more now or what it looked like, you know, two years in and kind of like how you navigated that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: We had, you know, scheduling is always tough. I think it's always for a service business. You're always messing around with the schedule to this day. We still mess around with the schedule in terms of our offerings. And so we started small at peak time slots that we knew would fill, and we try to fill those. And then you just kind of test trial and error. You survey your audience. Do you what guys want a 7 a.m.? Do you want a 10 30? What do you think? You know, and just see what what classes people are gonna. Come to, but our core offering has really always remained the same. And it's dance-based, uh, movement focused, low impact are really the themes of our class modalities. So that's trampling cardio and muscle sculpting. And we've built different types of classes as the years have gone, gone on that fit in both of those buckets, but it's really um, our core offering has remained the same. And what's really interesting about us is we change our combinations pretty much every day. Oh, wow. um, or every week. And that is what keeps people mentally engaged. So we're not, you know, creating a bunch of new class types necessarily all the time, but the content within each class is ever evolving. And that's what really keeps everyone um, hooked and interested because They want to learn the combos because of that dance space element. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And then we were growing the studio. Um, we started testing some digital content, in November of 2019, we were getting a lot of requests from people in different states. And it's funny. I don't know how they found us either, you know, Instagram and and word of mouth, like that, that part always baffles me, but we've always, um, had this like launch and then refine method to us basically is like, do the thing and then, you know, get people in the room and then you can refine it. And I think that also comes from dance because when you're in rehearsal, you know, you have bass choreography and you go, but certain magic moments always happen when your body's in momentum or in partnering, like lifts just don't work the same. If you don't fully try it and place your weight where it needs to be. And so we launched our digital platform in November, 2019, because somebody asked for videos and we were like, well, why not? You know, somebody's here, they're asking. And so we said, actually, we're going to film three. Will you pay us like $5 a month? And then you can have these three videos and your feedback, we would really appreciate your feedback. And so we filmed. And it's so funny, if you look back at the first videos, like the angle is totally <laughs> off and the sound is bad and the mixing is bad. And we were like, okay, like let's try this. And we didn't realize how hard it was going to be to film and stay present on camera or we're out of breath and we're huffing and puffing. <laughs> and so those, those months leading up to right before the pandemic happened, we did have time to launch and then refine our digital platform. And so when we closed our studio, our digital was ready to wow. go and we were able to launch that within the week of closure. And I think that that was really um a blessing for us because people were panicked, you know, about everything in the world, but then also about their comforts and where how are they going to get their fitness? How are they gonna do this? You know, and so people were like, what am I going to do? What am I gonna do? And we had the solution for them immediately. And that really took off um, a lot of anxiety for a lot of people. And so our digital spread like wildfire during that time and still now continues to grow and is now our biggest revenue stream um, there. So that's kind of how that evolution happened. Yeah. It's like
0: serendipitous that people happen to start asking for videos right before Mm -hmm. the pandemic. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes.
1: And Thank, it, you, I, she, Thank you, Jane. Yes,
2: Thank <laughs> you, Jane. She's the one. She, she
0: knows who she us. is. She, she knows who is. she oh, is. She's still with us. She oh, was, was our tester. That's amazing. And like, so it's safe to say that the pandemic was actually good for your business, like, which uh-huh. is so mm-hmm. unusual for in-person fitness class, like type businesses. I feel like most of them were like, okay, now what? And obviously a lot of people figured out how to go online, but I feel like most people struggled for a while first. <laughs> Yeah, totally. Agree. And then and I think like more people.
2: Yeah, exactly. And that's something I think is like our biggest takeaway from that is moving from an invite only studio that only had 10 spaces available to opening up to online where the possibilities are endless and the amount of people that you can reach are endless. It just allowed us to see how incredible it was to be able to have access to people literally all over the world. And you know, give them the thing that we love and we're passionate about. And we know that they're going to really enjoy as well.
0: Yeah. And do you have, I mean, obviously they would have needed a trampoline. Do you like recommend a certain trampoline or do you guys have like a certain, like the nest trampoline or or is it just like, you can just like, order any like personal trampoline that will fit in your house and you can do these workouts. Yeah. We do have a nest trampoline. Our first Digital clients
1: were people from our studio. So we actually, um, right before shutdown, we told them they could have the ones from the studio mm. and just take them home. So we sent an email and we said, you have to get here by 5 p.m. We're mandated to shut. But if you want to take a trampoline home with you, like you'll bring it back. And this time we're like, we'll bring it back in five weeks, you know, like when <laughs> this is all over. But um, and then it ended up being much longer. But people at that point, we kept getting messages, like a couple messages a day of what trampoline should I buy? And everyone was asking us. And so then that was again launch and refine. We're like, okay, we need a trampoline. (laughs) Everybody's asking for it. And so we were able to launch the Nest trampoline by um, December of 2020, by that winter, and get it out there. So now people can purchase our trampoline, and it comes with the subscription and some private training online. And that's, that became another arm of our business as well. Um, that retail portion.
0: Oh my God. Wow. Cool. So is it still mostly you guys teaching the classes or do you have other people now who help to do some of the day-to-day like stuff like the actual classes or other stuff in the business? Or is it mostly you guys?
2: Yeah, we have a a full team. So we have one other full-time employee who does like HQ work with Colette and I, as well as she's our head trainer. She manages all of our team. Um, And then we have four other trainers as well who teach class at the studio and film for our online platform. And um, everyone also helps out in additional ways and takes on other work. So it's really nice that we're able to be able to have People who are incredible trainers and they're so excellent at translating our method to clients. But then they're also really passionate about our mission and the way that we want people to feel when they're working out and just everything that we want the nest to be. So they get to be a bigger part of the business with us and help us work on projects and be a huge part of our community. And that's something we've always wanted because leveling up in the fitness industry can be really challenging for trainers because you get get you get put into a box and it's like, it feels like the only way that you can do more is just by teaching more classes. Mm -hmm. But realistically, just teaching teaching 20 classes a week is really hard on your body and especially for our method one of the things that we love is like we get down and dirty and we take class while we're teaching it's the best way to teach people how to bounce and to show them the moves and to learn that choreography and so asking people to teach that amount and to try and add more and have that be the only way that they can make more money or get more hours is just completely unreasonable. And so we want people, we want to be able to build our trainers up and give them other opportunities so that they can like really have a career with us. And it's something that we've wanted for a long time. And we're starting to really come into that with our current team. And we're really grateful because the people that we have with us are just so
0: incredible. And how have you found most of them? Because I feel like in any industry, one of the biggest struggles that people end up facing is, is hiring, like finding the right people and finding people who are the right fit and mm-hmm. kind of can embody that, that, that personality of your business and the, and the values of your business. Like, has that been easy for you because you're attracting those people or has that been like a struggle? Like, do you have any, I guess, certain things that you've done in order to find the right people? Everyone that we have hired so far has come with a
2: recommendation, like a friend of a friend or someone that we've worked with before, danced with or So it's all people that have been within our network. And it's just so lovely to meet someone and like potentially hire them and know that they're vetted by someone that you already trust. And that's something that's always worked for us. We have held auditions in the past for things. um, But we always end up working with people that, Mm -hmm. you know, are in the network somewhere, whether it's a close separation or maybe a couple of degrees out, but that seems to be the thing that works the best for us because we just find that those are the people that are the the most like-minded and, and want to really be a part of a team.
0: Yeah, no, that's amazing. I think that's the best way to do it if you can. So it's great. Mm, yeah. That you got those connections. And it sounds like you guys have a really great network, with, which is cool. And I'm sure very helpful. Do you, I, I've got to ask, I mean, you guys have been seen in a lot of different places, like in terms of the growth. And I know you guys have like some big names of like people who have done your classes or or who like to be trained by you and you've been on like the today show and things like that like where did all of that come from what has that been like and was that also just kind of like things that happened because like what you're doing is so cool and you knew the right people or was that like a really intentional form of like here's how we're going to grow our business and our brand like how did those kinds of partnerships and um yeah partnerships Big name clients, press, like all of it. Like, how did that all come into play? Mm-hmm. Great question. Is that a big question. Like, is that all yeah. different things or are they yeah, all yeah. They did? I guess. Yeah, right. to, yeah. a little bit of luck,
1: a little bit of magic, a great yeah. network, a good product. You know, I think it's it's. it's, it's I will say, like,
2: yeah, right. I agree. It definitely comes about in a lot of different ways, but I think the baseline is it was all very organic. Um. relationships that we built in terms of like having celebrity clients. Um, I mean, that was just interest. A trampoline is interesting and people see it and they want to try it because it looks like fun. And, um, so we, we have a a really great network of clients and that are well connected and they, they have these friends and they're like, I'm just going to bring my friend on this zoom with me, she really wants to bounce. And then it turns out to be a celebrity who ends up really enjoying the method and loving it and becomes a completely consistent client who uses our digital platform and online privates and in-person privates when we can. And it's um, things like that, that just feel so, I mean, I think the word you used before that's feels so right is serendipitous, because I don't think that you could reach out and seek out people like that and find a more perfect match and just a more perfect way to make that happen for your brand. And, and you know what that type of attraction does for a brand, which is really cool. And we're very fortunate for that.
0: Yeah. Do you remember like, and, or can you say like the first time (laughs) there was someone where you're like, Oh my God, like so-and-so is coming to our class or like is on, or, or was it like a digital, um, recordings where you didn't necessarily know until afterwards. And then you were like, oh my gosh, she said she loved the class or something like that. Mm
1: -hmm. No, I, I, I know what it is.
0: Uh
1: Uh, (laughs) We got We got an email to the general inbox, not to either of us, (laughs) like not through a client. Yeah. Just literally
2: hi at the (laughs) nsnyc.com from
1: a celebrity in the wellness industry. And it was her assistant and it was, you know, this person wants to see if you could do home privates and we were like, uh, I mean, obviously, <laughs> you know. Yeah, but it was like it was that moment and and you know, you can't plan for that either. Um, and you also can't really know how they found it. Or, you know, like it just just again, like word of mouth, Instagram, people on their team looking for good things for them to do and things like that. And so thankfully we got connected and I, that really changed our business and launched us mm-hmm. in a completely different way. And then they posted on their Instagram and, you know, our Instagram followers grew and you get like huge hits at those moments. And so you can't ever really be prepared, I think, for those people to come in into your life and completely change it. But what you can do is in that moment, you're getting all these followers, you're getting all this attention is like, make sure you kind of like capitalize on that and post, okay, like, let's be reactive. What are we about? what are our, what's our mission? What do we offer here? And just kind of make sure that you're following up with all of these new eyes. Um, and so that moment for us definitely was a big pivot. And I don't think we even comprehended that in the moment to be quite honest. Uh,
2: absolutely, uh, home, I, um, I feel like was, I confirm yeah. that like a hundred percent not processed. At yeah, all. yeah. 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 Um, and it was also really early on for us. It was the yeah. first summer that we were open that that yeah. happened. And we were like, how is this even possible? We've barely existed for <laughs> four months, oh my um, which w- it was just so wild. And then another round of that happened again during the pandemic. Um mm-hmm. And it was it was sort of the same thing like a friend of a friend um, who happened to be a celebrity started joining for online privates and she ended up just becoming like. The client that you want everybody to be who like follows the journey of learning how to bounce and uses the digital platform and like, and just accesses our method in all of the ways that work best for them, because that's part of the reason why we curated the digital platform in the way that we did is different types of videos, different time lengths, different body focuses. So that way people can always find something to fit in their day, whether they have a full hour or only half hour or only five minutes to move their bodies. And so, um, she was just using the platform and, and constantly posting about it in so many ways, like giving tutorials about how easy it is to use our platform completely unprompted. And we would just like open up Instagram every day and be like, Oh, there's another one and just like it would all come flooding in and we're like how do we how do we connect with all of these people who are now interested in us and that's incredible yeah colette said it perfectly it was just trying to engage people as soon as they came in contact with us so that we could inform them what we're all about and what we do and why it's great
0: yeah and I mean, neither of you have like a marketing background or anything like that either. Right. Like you guys, you guys were both in dance and like the dance and fitness world. And it's not like you were, um, well, I won't project this onto you, but I assume like this, was this your first business and like, um, yeah, like you're Mm -hmm. figuring it out as you go. Right. Like, which, which Mm -hmm. is all of us, like everyone who's listening to this, (laughs) to this show. So, (laughs)
1: um, I was an operations director beforehand at a different studio. And so I had kind of um, worked up the chain in terms of operations and a little bit of business strategy, but I wasn't on the marketing side. At all, so I love just the ops and setting things up and organizing and what systems are in place and how are we going to do that. And I still really love doing that to this day, even though I've actually shifted more into the marketing. Um, than us, which is <laughs> I'm trying to offload it to somebody at some point
0: because <laughs> it's really not my
1: expertise and it's honestly not something I really enjoy that much. And so we're looking to make that be our next hire soon. But um, yes, in terms yeah. of marketing, we don't we have a strong opinion on brand. I would say like brand, um, voice and brand aesthetic. And that was easy. And that's the fun part, right? When you're making a business, like the brand is the most fun part. So have fun with it. Enjoy the first, you know, a couple of months when you're picking the colors and the logos and like doing Pinteresting and Instagramming for the look and feel like that part is the easy and the really fun part. I think you just kind of have to pick the things that you identify with and that you want your brand to identify with. And make it sure that it's cohesive. Um, but in terms of like marketing, marketing outside of branding, um, nobody had any experience.
2: Yeah, no, Clint and I both had really strong management backgrounds, mm-hmm. which I think was great for us in a lot of other aspects, but the marketing has always been just the the tough part, part because we didn't really have the background and
0: it's not something that either of us like particularly. Well, I mean, congratulations because it seems like you've done really good
2: (laughs) without that. (laughs) Well, not without without that. It's very kind of you to say that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, it's all working, right? And I think that comes back around too, to like that personality like that brand personality and also probably like your individual personalities and the way that you guys have been able to just create something that people do love and yes it's it's fun because it looks like fun to jump around but I feel like that's just like one of those like things that's hard to kind of put into words but you just have like that mm. quality that make people want to be a part of what you're doing and like what you're doing is so cool that once people do see they want to share it with people and like that's like what we're all looking for I feel like when it comes to mm-hmm. creating a brand and creating a business so yeah you just like got it so that's I mean that's awesome um do you oh do you have like any plans for what is to come like in the next couple of years or the next couple of months because it sounds like this has all happened so like sort of quickly um Mm -hmm. but do you are you kind of seeing where it goes or do you have like some kind of set like hey this is what we're doing next
1: yes we're a little more organized than we were four years ago (laughs) i would say now um and so we do have you know big plans for the future
2: oh yeah so we'll be launching our second location in the hamptons in the beginning of may Amazing. Um, it'll, yeah, we're super excited about that. We've been teaching out in the Hamptons, uh, and for a really long time as individuals and with the nest since we opened and we're really excited to be like a permanent staple out there.
0: Cool. So that's your second, like real, like second, like in-person location. And then obviously, mm-hmm. it's online. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. do you guys both live in New York city still right now? hmm. Yeah. Um, wait, what was, I feel like I was going somewhere with that. Oh, <laughs> 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 like, what is it like? I just want to like dive in for one more second. Like what it's like, like running a business with a friend. Cause that's something that I feel like is, um, I don't know, really sounds really fun, but also I imagine comes with certain challenges. But um, as someone who's always run a business by myself, like I was, I'm like mm-hmm. so intrigued when I see people doing it together, especially when, as you said, you were like friends first and then decided to do this together. Like, do you still hang out outside of work? Like, what, what does it look like to like, <laughs> run a business together?
1: Yes. We basically have no other friends at this point, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> really, we're weird. the only ones
2: left standing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um,
1: no, we do. We do. Shout out to our yeah. friends, but um yeah. bless you. We, yeah, yeah. It, I cannot imagine doing, doing it any other way. And I didn't realize when we started how rare um, it is to find a co-founder that you really mesh with. And mm. Ali and I, again, had been working together first, right, in so many capacities, and then we became friends. And so I think we had this trial period, you know, a five-year trial period of just knowing each other and being friends and being co-workers. And so our foundation was really strong when we decided to launch The Nest. We already kind of knew each other's strengths and weaknesses and how to communicate. And so we didn't have to figure all of that stuff out as we went along. We could be really united Um, and we're just always really on the same page about where we see the business going and where we want it to go. And so there's no butting heads there, which also makes it easy. Mm, And I think it's like any other relationship, right? Like when you get married or if you want to get married, if that's something that's for you, if your partner wants one thing and you want another, that's like fundamental to your life. It just is not going to work out. And so I think it should be the same thing in business of, you know, we both want the same things. For ourselves personally, we want the same things for our team. We want the same things for our business, and Mm -hmm. you know we can go back and forth about how we get there, and and we kind of bounce back on what we think is right there. But at the end of the day, that vision is really strong between us. And then it's great working with your friends. I think it's it's really fun. I think we we definitely keep a casual culture um, in our workplace, but one of respect is my goal. Yeah. And I try to and keep I, that as my guiding light. Like it's it's casual and we take care of our team and it doesn't have to be so buttoned up and professional, you know, in the traditional sense. Um, but the respect for each other definitely needs to mm-hmm. be there. And everyone does a pretty good job of that at all times, I would say.
2: Yeah, I think that's a really great way to put it. There's always, there's just a lot of lightness with our team, which I really appreciate. But it's never without professionalism but I think it's like
0: less procedural I would mm-hmm. say yeah I love that so cool and then you can like still go out for drinks after work and just be friends and like hang out and mm-hmm. yeah yeah and we don't always talk about the nets either you know like I think it's like yeah. kind
1: of know when to stop talking about it because we could keep talking and talking um, yeah. Oh
2: my God. We could go forever. And yeah. So, like, what do you think of this? Should we do this? This
1: is a cool idea, you know? And I think at some point that just, I don't know, naturally stops. And then we st- just talk about memes.
2: Yeah. And right. Just, and then dogs. just going down different routes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. We get asked this question a lot about like working with another person, working with your friend. And up until very recently, I really had no idea that it was challenging for people mm. or that like people had problems because it was truly so easy with us like just the way that our workflow was even before we started the nest and it just it felt very natural and so it never occurred to me that people had a hard time with working with other people or like finding the right partner because it feels like i
0: don't know
2: when you when you know, you know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe because you worked together first, like worked yeah first and then became friends too so you even not like had that work background and like yeah knew how you each other worked and how you worked together um but yeah no I mean it's great it sounds like you just have very similar like a very shared vision which is I'm sure like where can sometimes get tricky for people it's like mm-hmm. as you said if there's like something fundamentally different that you're seeing for the future for like some part of the business that could get
2: Mm-hmm.
0: quickly yeah. but you guys seem to be on the same page which is great yeah so cool is there anything that um you wish you knew more about when you first started the business marketing No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> I'm no
2: you know
1: I think um, I, I've been thinking about this and this could just be because it's our birthday right and so I'm feeling feeling this type of way but I was like no not one thing because mm-hmm. I think the journey is really important and there are days where I'm like oh I wish I didn't make that mistake or oh I wish I had this person's advice and expertise two years ago we could be making so much more money if I had them you know things like that mm-hmm. but at the same time looking like, then you go back and you can't think that way because if I had that person I wouldn't have challenged myself to learn all of these things And understand them to then, you know. Now that I do know this person, I understand what they're talking about, and I'm able to check their work and guide them appropriately, you know. And so, I think everything has its place and time, and you have to like we're we're entrepreneurs because we never want to stop learning. I think that that's a characteristic Mm -hmm. of most entrepreneurs, like the curiosity and the learning. And so, no, I wish I would go back and do it again with exactly the same mistakes because it's like totally informing the journey. So I, I don't wish I knew anything else. And I think that there's something like, not, not because I think I did everything right, but because there's like, it's just something, something really nice about not knowing, you know, and the decisions that you make when you don't know.
2: Yeah. Yeah. There's something to be said for like a little bit of ignorance is bliss <laughs> in there. You're because you're willing to take more risks and you, yeah. you Operate off of a little bit of passion, which the more that you know, and the deeper you get, the less willing you are to do that because the stakes are higher. Mm. Um, Yeah, I agree. I think that there's nothing like I don't I wouldn't want to know anything else to start, but I do wish that I had taken the advice more of someone who said, like, really, really take a moment to appreciate the small wins. Mm. I think we have grown so fast. And and we do do a good job, like, as often as we remember to do it to really just take a deep breath and be like, wow, what we've done so far is really great. Or wow, this thing that happened is super awesome. But I feel like we could always have done a little bit more of that. But again, it's just like, you can't look back at the past. And it's a reminder to try and do that going forward, because there will hopefully be many more wins in the future.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. So true. So beautiful way to put it. Do you guys? I, I I gotta ask. What do you like? Any way that you um like take care of yourself, or like unwind at the end of the day, or like things like that? Like any like daily routines? Because I feel like for a lot of us, we're like, yeah, I will go work out like as the way to like turn <laughs> off from work. Mm-hmm, but that mm-hmm. probably isn't the case for you.
1: Yes, I. I go in and out of being really good at self-care and the things Mm -hmm. that make me happy and really bad at it. I would say, um, but when I am, yeah, exactly. When I'm on my shit and doing a job, I, I do take class other places. And Mm -hmm. I think that that like having, when you are a trainer also, and I mean, I'm less and less a a trainer these days, I would say too. And then more and more an entrepreneur and a business owner, but I think, um, when you are like you're teaching and you're not thinking about your own body, right? You're thinking about holding space for everybody else. And so taking other people's classes is really sacred for me because I can actually just focus on myself and my own body and my alignment and making sure my core is strong. And so I still really love exercise, right? Like just because I, you know, involve my entire life around it doesn't mean that I don't love it. I'm still addicted to movement and I have to move my body every day. And so I definitely make sure I get my own classes in. And then I love a spa. I just love, even if it's a home spa, a scrub and a shower and a face mask is the cure for everything or just Mm -hmm. a sauna. You know, I think those little moments you can take just an hour a week or an hour a month are really helpful um, to do that. And then just some time away. I think recreation, Mm -hmm. you know, creates ideation. And so it's really important. And I feel this to Allie, like I I never judge anyone for going on vacation, you know, or I'm like, please mm-hmm. take vacation and, or take a walk. And as a manager, I think it's just so important because that's my, you know, to spend a week away, which I'm trying to get better at, but, um, is, is just so important because you can't ideate if you are just stuck in the same cycle.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's very true. Um, I'm similar. I'm really, I have a history of like, having (laughs) big plans for building a really Mm -hmm. great routine. Um, And like, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to wake up every day and I'm going to do all of these things that I think, you know, add up to self-care. And I I would one day really like to be good at that, but I know myself. And so it's Mm -hmm. one little routine at a time. And so the thing that I've really been focusing on for the last couple of months that has actually been super helpful and I've been able to stick with it is just Anytime I'm commuting, I don't look at my phone. And Mm -hmm. I just, I bring a book with me and I read a book and I do not, I don't look at the phone and I don't take it out. And I just read the book for however long I'm on the train or I'm, you know, if I'm on the go somewhere. Um, And I find that it's really helpful because Even if I'm not doing anything work related on the phone, I have like, I feel like my heart rate raises just like a little too high. And I'm like, I don't, I don't need that. That's added connection that I don't need. We, we connect with people on so many levels every single day, whether we're teaching or we're in meetings or we're doing customer service or, you know, there's all of these different ways. And I find that taking a moment to a, like be with yourself and be, for me personally, I love being absorbed into other stories. And so just allowing myself to like fall into whatever book I'm reading, even if it's just for 15 minutes, just like brings me down to a place just enough where I feel like I can be creative again or be more supportive and friendly and like just be the type of manager or trainer or business partner that I want to be.
0: Yeah. I can relate to that. I also, I, I feel like books are like the one way to turn off my Mm. brain because doing anything else, like I can still either think about work or get ideas about work or be working. Like anytime I'm on my phone, it ends up becoming that. Right. But, um, reading a book is like the only way to like actually shut off my brain. Like, even if I go for a walk or a run, it's still, I'm still thinking about all the things. Um, but with a book, it's like, that's it. That's the only thing happening in your brain at the moment. So I did yeah, that. It's the best. I yeah, Love it. Okay guys. Well, um, oh, I always I like to always end with any last word of advice, like any like best advice to other entrepreneurs, other business owners, other women, just trying to do their thing. Mm. Enjoy the ride. <laughs> um,
1: you're on your own journey. Everyone's on their own journey and you know, no one has it as together as you think they do always, you know? So if there's like any comparison, like we're all in the same, um, boat or we were in the same boat at a different time. So I think it's like lean on your people and know that, you know, not everything is as polished as it could look on the outside sometimes and that everyone's figuring it out together.
0: Yes. Love it. Yeah. Allie, do you have any other advice? Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. I think don't be afraid to celebrate anything small. I mean, especially the small things, right? Even if you think that no one will care about an accomplishment or a success or a tiny win that you had during the day, take a moment to be like, wow, I'm so glad that happened. I'm really excited about that. Even if it's just saying that to yourself and then, you know, moving on, allow yourself to feel accomplished for this one little thing. Cause like Colette said, like no one has it together when they think they have it together or they appear to have it together. And so if you can allow yourself to just feel fulfilled by the tiny things it gives you hope and motivation to keep on going
0: yeah and and it is the tiny things right that all add up to become like something that looks like some big polished thing too right like <laughs> totally like, <laughs> yeah absolutely it's, it look like you have it all together those tiny things are are the actual building blocks so that's so good mm-hmm. I love it amazing thanks guys so much um tell first of all I guess tell us how to how can people like literally join a class if they want to or like join online if they're not in the New York City area Um, and then but then also just tell us how they can connect with you if people want to connect with you more after hearing this in any other way.
1: Yeah. You can head to our website. It is www.thenessnyc.com. And there you can view either our in-person schedule or our online on-demand platform. And you can subscribe with the seven day free trial. So you can see what's going on and see if you like it. And then you can always connect with us on Instagram. It's at the Ness NYC and just send us a DM. We're happy to answer any questions um, or anyone from our team is happy to answer any questions that you have about the method. And if you think it'd be right for you and if you want to try it or any, you know, just wellness questions, we're always on there and try to respond to everybody. So don't be afraid to reach out.
0: Amazing. Thank you so much for coming on today, guys. This was really awesome. Thank Thank you. you. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this show, please subscribe to Quotable, a female millennial entrepreneur podcast, wherever you listen. So you won't miss the next episode and leave a review on iTunes. So other people will be able to find us easily. Also, don't be shy to get in touch with me or anyone you've heard on the show. We're all about connecting and our Instagram handles and contact links are always in the show notes or online at mediacocom slash podcast. If you want to join the community of other female millennial entrepreneurs, join our Facebook group by searching female millennial entrepreneurs on Facebook. Talk to you soon and see you there.